Thanks for tuning in to The Real Deal Show, brought to you by ebodyboarding.com and Tribe Boards. Hey everybody, Jay Real here, The Real Deal Show, coming back at you. And uh, today's topic, it's a solo show, it's just going to be a quick one. Uh, Vicki and I are just back from the Bodyboard Holidays Central America Tour, I'm going to call it. Um, if you're not familiar with Bodyboard Holidays, I will put the link in the description down below for those of you watching on YouTube. And uh, basically, for those of you listening, it's bodyboard-holidays.com. So what is Bodyboard Holidays? My friend Rob Barber, uh, he's one of the best bodyboarders ever out of the United Kingdom. And uh, he's from Newquay, England, down in Cornwall in the southwest part of England. And Rob used to compete in some world tour events. Uh, he was kind of a regular fixture on the North Shore in the winters uh, back in the day when everybody spent the winter on the North Shore as a pro bodyboarder to get photos and video and such. And so I met Rob many years ago. Well, Rob's a serial entrepreneur, you might say. Um, he has several businesses going, but specific to uh, what I'm going to talk about is his bodyboard holidays business. So now, what that is, he started it more than two decades ago, as I record this in early 2024. And essentially, he takes groups of bodyboarders all around the world to really cool destinations, and he does coaching trips. Uh, and they also shoot photos and video of the riders on the trip, and then they review the videos every uh, afternoon or evening after the sessions and kind of give pointers as to how to improve their, the riding of the participants on the trip. Um, some of the destinations he includes, obviously, as I mentioned, we just got back from Central America. That included a stop in Costa Rica. He had two separate weeks in Costa Rica. Vicky and I stayed for both weeks. And then right after that, he moves on to El Salvador, and we also stayed on for the El Salvador portion of the trip. But Rob also does several trips to Indonesia throughout the year, including Bali, Nusa Lombongan, Sumatra, and then he does several trips to Portugal, Morocco, numerous coaching trips right there within the UK as well, and there are other locations also. So you can just go to that website. You can see what goes on there. How did I get involved and Vicky get involved in Bodyboard Holidays? Well, for our 20th anniversary, which was five years ago, I was looking basically for uh, a kind of a last-minute trip uh, that would be an easy flight, easy travel to somewhere warm in the month of December. Our uh, anniversary is January 29th every year. So that's midwinter here in the Northern Hemisphere. And uh, I just wanted to go somewhere where we could just get away for maybe four or five days, one easy flight, surf, come back. Uh, and it, it just occurred to me that, hey, my friend Rob, he does these trips. He does one to El Salvador. And so I looked up the trip online and it fit in perfectly with our dates. It actually coincided with our anniversary. So I reached out to Rob and he's done all the legwork, right? He's done all the research. He knows where to stay, how to get there, where the spots are, where to eat. 
and all of that's taken care of. So really when you book with those guys, I know this sounds like an ad and I'm not getting paid for this by the way. Um, when you book with those guys, everything's handled. You just have to handle the air ticket. Everything else is covered. The airport transfers, the hotel, getting you to and from the surf every day if the hotel doesn't happen to be right on the beach. In some cases they are and you can just walk out to the beach. And the cool thing about these trips is it's you're going with a group of bodyboarders and, um, and if you need it or want it, you can get coaching. And that doesn't mean you got to be a decent bodyboarder. You could be an absolute beginner never having ridden a bodyboard. Rob and his team of coaches, uh, they can handle that. They can coach you up. Rob doesn't go on every trip himself, but he has a very capable uh, cachet of coaches and I know many of them personally now from having been on Rob's um, El Salvador trip five times now. And uh, we did Costa Rica twice. So um, just, you know, just know you're in capable hands, whether you're an absolute beginner or even an expert rider. Maybe you don't even want coaching at all, but you'd like to see some video footage of yourself and maybe you can make self-improvements. Totally doable and um, in fact in this past trip we had a couple of very very accomplished riders and they you know basically benefited even I benefit as a former pro bodyboarder I still make improvements based on you know the video footage that I see so um, you know bottom line is you can't go wrong with these guys if you uh, want a coaching trip or you want to just travel with like-minded people so this trip, let's talk about it. Uh, Vicky and I left uh, January 10th with our son, Kieran, and uh, we went down to uh, Costa Rica. I won't name the location. You got a book with Rob to uh, know the exact location. Some of you already know if you've been watching our social media, you've seen some of the clips uh, we posted, photos we posted, and we have so many more. We're gonna do a Keeping It Real, which is our vlog of the trip it's there's a mountain of footage to go through so it's going to take a little while to do the editing on that one but um, what a fantastic uh, location that we went to so we stayed there for two full weeks uh, rob rotated two separate groups uh, one each week and some people actually stayed on for both weeks uh, because hey man it's winter up here it's cold why not stay in central america for two weeks and uh the the process was we would get up at the crack of dawn every day get up around 5 a.m uh, it gets light around 5 45 so we would kind of meet at the beach 5 45 ish at, at the the agreed upon location um, vicky and i stayed separate from the group this year we stayed at a different um, hotel but um, it was very close to where they were so we would meet them at the beach in the morning and we would all paddle out. We'd surf three to sometimes four hours. So we'd be in the water from like 5.45, 6, sometimes 9.30, even as late as 10 o'clock. Then everybody would get out. We'd all meet for breakfast right there. And uh, Rob or Joao, who was the other coach, uh, Joao Viega from Portugal, uh, would go over the footage uh, that was shot like straight off the bat man they just downloaded straight from the gopro and the uh, beach video camera they had some videographers local videographers that they 
employed to uh, shoot footage and, and they go over the coaching stuff and Vicky and I would kind of sit in occasionally and kind of you know offer some feedback if we were asked um, and that was really fun as well and um, the water temp down there was 85 degrees I mean you do not need a wetsuit at all and I'm the biggest wuss on the planet so wetsuits for me um, you know they're a daily just a daily requirement here in Southern California. It never gets warm enough for me, or rarely, I should say, should say for me to, to surf without a wetsuit on. So I love it down there, the super warm water. Uh, maybe a rash guard when the sun gets a little higher in the sky is a good idea, and lots of sunscreen. And the weather, this is their, what they call summer, even though it's Northern Hemisphere technically, um, astronomically speaking, it's winter, but they call it summer because it's very dry. There's not a ton of rain this time of year, so you pretty much have sunshine every day. We were there for 16 days in Costa Rica, and we had surf every single day. The smallest it ever got was about mm, waist to shoulder high, and that was only for one of those uh, 16, 17 days we were there. Um, the biggest surf we had was probably eight foot faces and most days were somewhere in between chest high and maybe a foot or two overhead. Tons and tons of surf, very consistent. That particular part of Costa Rica is um, open to both northwest and southwest swell. So it picks up a broad range of swell and typical morning uh, winds are offshore. It's a diurnal wind pattern, which is uh, pretty common in, uh, in California here where we get the offshores in the morning and maybe a light to moderate onshore in the afternoon and sometimes it'll glass off uh, before sunset. So that would be sort of the MO for the morning, surf, breakfast, and then you go back and chill if you want or, you know, in our case, we would get on the computers and work. Thank you, Brad and Josh, for covering for us during that time uh, here at the office in California. And um, we would sometimes I'd even sneak in a nap. But for me, because, um, you know, the water's so warm, I just could not get enough. I would be out in the water again around sometimes noon or 1 p.m. for another session and then maybe get in a late afternoon session even. So I was doing every day at least two sessions and some days three sessions so i was putting in personally anywhere between four and six hours a day out in the surf vicky would also get in um, maybe sometimes an afternoon session as would our son kieran and we just i mean it was just wonderful you just slip into this sort of tropical mode you know where you just surf eat sleep repeat right you hear that it's kind of a uh, cliche, but it really does apply there in Costa Rica. And the temp, you know, air temperatures, it's summer. It basically, it's <laughs> hot, sunny, and just gorgeous. Um, there's other stuff to do there in Costa Rica. We went one day to a beautiful waterfall and uh, went for a swim in the waterfalls. There's zip lining. Some of our crew did that. Uh, a couple days we drove up and down the coast and did a little bit of exploring. Um, the food in that specific area is outstanding. There's a ton of different restaurants. Um, they, you know, they have every conceivable type of cuisine you could ever imagine. So, 
you know, if you're a picky eater, you're covered. If you're an exotic eater, you're covered. And it's all walking distance, which is the best part. Um, you can rent quads. Most, a lot of people do that. They rent quads and drive them around the streets, which are kind of a mix of pavement and dirt. Uh, we actually rented a truck this time because we wanted some freedom to go up and down the coast a little bit. Um, or you can just go on foot, you know. As I said, everything's pretty much within a half an hour's walk at the max, right? That's like the furthest you would walk to get anywhere in that particular zone. Um, we had a great crew of bodyboarders from all over the world for this one. And uh, we had riders from Scotland, the UK, um, Montana, um, Ohio, <laughs> East Coast, Maryland, my old home state, um, California, of course, uh, Canada, um, Florida. We had, you know, a, a wide range of people from all over the place. And uh, we surfed our brains out, man. And both weeks actually had quite an international mix of characters there. Age ranges, my son Kieran was actually the youngest person in our group at 16 years old. Um, our oldest was uh, a gentleman that was 77 years old who was absolutely charging. That's a guy named Will from Block Island, New York. Um, sorry, Block Island, Rhode Island. It's between Rhode Island and New York out there in the Long Island Sound. So... Um, yeah, you know, there's no age limit, no age range, uh, too young or too old. You can get out there and uh, have a crack at it. And the cool part of this whole thing is, you know, you're with a bunch of people who are stoked on bodyboarding. You know, they remember why they started riding because it's fun. There's no egos. There's no trying to outdo, maybe a little bit of trying to outdo each other, you know, amongst the crew. But it's all totally in fun. It's all very positive. You know, Rob and his crew run a, a really well-organized, tight ship down there, and everything's, you know, handled, man. It's just, it's as stress-free as you can possibly imagine. Um, so the two weeks in Costa Rica went by pretty quickly, and then we hopped on a small plane back to San Jose Airport, and then we hopped on a, a larger plane to El Salvador, just a one-hour flight. The first flight, by the way, just 20 minutes. Um, and then the second flight to El Salvador from uh, Costa Rica, just an hour. And so we landed there. Then we spent a week in El Salvador. Again, our fifth time there. And El Salvador's pretty awesome in that they have a very, very well-established local bodyboard scene there. A lot of amazingly talented local bodyboarders. And uh, we've become, you know, acquainted with a lot of them over the, the five trips that we've been there now as well as some of the surf population and local business owners. It's great to kind of build those relationships a little bit more each time we go. Um, Vicki and I, fortunately, we kind of know our way around that little town where we stay. And uh, it's just a great group of people. And because we've now kind of become ensconced with some of these local bodyboarders, um, Bodyboard Holidays initiates a situation where they um, have riders that are on their trip bring gear down for the local bodyboarders. They have a really hard time getting good gear down there. So um, a lot of people in our group brought various items to give away to the local rippers down there. Vicki and I gave away a couple of boards, a few pairs of fins, rash guards, t-shirts, and so forth to the local riders, which was, you know, it was great. It was an honor to be able to help them out 
and just you know keep the sport alive and well down there in El Salvador. Um, so many incredible riders down there. So um, yeah, that was fun. As far as food goes, you know, uh, the hotel where uh, we stayed, which is with the rest of the group in Bodyboard Holidays this this time around, <coughs> excuse me, was um, just amazing in terms of the food. The food's incredible at that hotel. Every meal was really spot on. It was served quickly. The staff there is very accommodating. And you can walk out on the, on the little road in front of the hotel up or down the road. There's cafes and restaurants. The local delicacy there is called pupusas. They're essentially like these little dough pockets and they put meat and cheese or beans and cheese or veggies or shrimp or basically any kind of filling you can get in these things and they're like a buck each. So my family, three of us, we had drinks and pupusas and were full and it cost us like 15 bucks. So that gives you an idea um, you know, of the pricing on that particular item it's uh, really inexpensive and really delicious uh, wave wise the waves uh, by the way in Costa Rica we were serving all beach breaks right sand bottom beach breaks there's miles a few miles of beach there and it's you just pick a peak El Salvador we stayed at basically kind of a, a rock reef point break uh, there's a right point break into a, a small beach, and then there's a left sort of wedgy, almost like a wedgy reef break kind of setup um, that has A-frames up and down the beach leading into a shore break area that has sand. So sometimes you could take off on the outside on these wedgy lefts and do maneuvers. Maybe there's a barrel, maybe there's a ramp, or maybe it just pushes to the inside and, uh, and, and um, you can get a barrel on the inside where the sand uh, begins. So it's a sort of a reef sand mix and a really fun high performance left-hander. Um, we had surf-wise, uh, the beginning of the trip was uh, solid, like head high plus on the first day, and then it dropped off in the middle of the week. So we went up the coast to another spot that was picking up a little bit more swell. And again, another local bodyboard population at that spot too, um, which we took pictures with and hung out with and surfed with. All super fun, having a blast. Everybody enjoyed. Um, and then um, one day, which happened to be our, our uh, 25th anniversary for Vicky and I, that was the 29th of January, we had absolutely phenomenal and pretty rare conditions. We had offshore wind all day long um, with a, like two hours where the wind clocked around onshore briefly and then went offshore again. Served three sessions, six and a half hours, offshore winds and just amazing wedgy left-handers and a few rights as well. Um, the weird thing, it was kind of wonky in the morning and the wind came onshore about 8.30 and was kind of blown out. And so everybody got out and left. And then our friend Joao, one of the, uh, the, the uh, coaches there for Bodyboard Holidays, he sends me a WhatsApp and says, Jay, man, the wind just went offshore again. So I had just finished breakfast, man. I suited up again and ran back down there with my son. And we, we scored incredible offshore wind beach break waves. 
And then the wind clocked onshore again, went back, had a little lunch, and then it went offshore again. So we went back again this time with Vicky and we scored again. So pretty exhausting day, lots of surf down there and just super fun. And again, 85 degree water, super warm, beautiful weather the whole time we were there. And um, yeah, we were there for six days. We actually extended uh, an extra day. There was an issue with the flights, but it worked out because uh, the swell came up um, the day we were supposed to leave. And we got that extra day in with a, a little bit bigger surf. So we got one extra day of fun waves. So that kind of gives you a picture of what goes down there. We hung out with some of the locals. We had these people from all over the world come in, get coached. Amazing coaching from Rob and Joao from Bodyboard Holidays. Uh, great, we're building great friendships with bodyboarders all over the world, as well as the local riders there in El Salvador. Um, and man, we, we're going to go back again for sure to Costa Rica, maybe to El Salvador. We're still uh, checking and seeing if we can pull that one off again. But um, yeah, just wanted to give you a little recap. As I said, we're going to do another uh, Keeping It Real vlog on that trip. Might take me a little while to do the edit, but um, phenomenal trip. And uh, I appreciate everybody sending messages and um, checking out our Instagram and Facebook uh, for all the posts we've been doing on this trip. There's going to be a lot of uh, clips that are going to come out from this trip that we have on a hard drive. So be looking out for that on our social media. Um, next up, as of the date that I'm recording this, which is uh, February 3rd, 2024, we are leaving for Tavara, Fiji for our Tavi Tube Tour trip. And that's coming up uh, February 22nd is the departure date. We'll be there till March 9th, two separate weeks. And uh, you can find out again all about the trips that we do, which are Tavi Tube Tour. Texas Tube Tour to the Waco Surf Wave Pool, Surf Ranch Roundup, which is to the Surf Ranch Wave Pool here in California in the Central Valley in Lemoore, and Palm Springs Surf Club, which is called the Palm Springs Boogie Bash. Uh, that's uh, pending. We're waiting for that. Uh, at the, again, at the time of recording, it's closed for maintenance, and uh, we hope to get there sometime in the next few months. So Stay tuned to that bodyboarding travel page. The link is in the description here on YouTube. If you're listening, though, go to our website, go to the bottom, click bodyboarding travel for more information on getting into one of these trips with us. They're super fun. And uh, Surf Ranch um, just went on sale. I don't know. Maybe by the time you listen to this, uh, it might not be available anymore. We'll see. But in any case, folks, that'll do it. Quick edition here of the uh, Real Deal Show. Hope you enjoyed. And uh, give us the thumbs up. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Throw some comments below if you have any questions or comments. And as always, we'll see you in the surf.